Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Scriptures are replete with many images and metaphors for the spiritual life, for our relationship with God. One of these, and I know I just used a little bit in the illustration in the sermon a few hours ago at the wedding that we had, is the images that come forth from the very beginning of Genesis where Adam is put in a garden and he is to tend and take care of the garden. I'm reminded of this because a few hours before the wedding, I was in the garden pruning because we'd been gone. We're gone for a week and a half, and then we, of course, leave. When you get back, then you've got to take care of all the stuff that happened, and so you play catch up. And so, the last things I was looking at the garden, I could see the cucumbers were creeping all the way around. And while there were some nice ones that I got, I need to get that guy to not take over everything. But this whole metaphor, and the scriptures are replete with all sorts of images and metaphors, but I've always liked the gardening metaphors because just in the action of doing it, taking care of a garden. You see so many parallels to what you need to take care of your soul. First, if you're going to have a garden, you've got to plant. I mean, you can kind of willy-nilly do something, but if you're going to willy-nilly do something, it's because years ago you planned, and you have an idea of, this is how, I know how these plants are, I know this is the area, I know how much sun they get, you know, etc. But when you're first starting, you have to plant, you have to think which plants need to go next to each other. For me, this wasn't really handed on to me, gardening. So guess what I have to do? I have to read books. Or, instead of books, YouTube videos sometimes. Like, what exactly, when do I take the cucumber off? It looks fine to me. So I had to read about it. This is exactly like our spiritual life. We need, first, you have to actually have some kind of plan. You can't willy-nilly your way through the spiritual life. You have to actually take stock, figure out how much space do I need? Where am I going to put the plants? How much space are those plants? Where do you put, which plants do you put next to each other? Because some you don't want next to each other. Then you also have to, if you need help in planning or think about it, sometimes you have grandpa or grandma around or mom or dad to tell you. And many in the Orthodox Church, they can receive wisdom and tradition. There's others, we don't have grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, aunt, uncle within the tradition to actually tradition those things onto us. This is the best way, this is how, you know, I tie my tomato plant up, but, you know, we have to look at books. This is where the fathers, even uh, especially, look at St. Ignatius Franchinov in the 19th century, where they're saying, where are the Holy Fathers that we talk about? He said, well, there's very, very few of them. We're almost fresh out now, and so what do you need to do? You need to go to the books. You need to read the works of the Holy Fathers. Of course, primarily Scripture, but you need guidance for this particular struggle. You need help. Uh, you need structure to your prayers. You need to see the examples of those who have gone before so that you know what to do. Besides all of this, we're just in the planning stage of getting knowledge, right? Then there's always uh, 
uh, and I am no green thumb. This is all very, still very new. In fact, this this summer, this so far, this has been the best that we've ever had in the garden. Before, it's almost like we have these ideas, right? It's just like the spiritual life. I have ideas, I have plans, I've read some books, I've put the things, you know, I've built my raised bed, I've put in the dirt, I've got everything, I had my seedlings, I was thinking ahead this time. I didn't have to go to Home Depot or ask somebody for other seedlings. And then you're a month in, like, oh yeah, I have a garden. <laughs> I, I guess I've been watering it. I think of, when I think about it, I water it. I need to weed it. I need, so all of this, one, actually taking care of it, taking care of our souls. So we have all these plans, or we've even read some things, but we need to actually tend to what we have. This means not just watering, you already had to have the soil prepared, or soil prepared, right? Make sure that it's in the light, especially if you've got potted plants, make sure they stay in the light. Getting the light and nutrition that they need. For us, this is uh, swimming in scripture, swimming in the uh, services, actually be exposing ourselves to the light. Being rooted in prayer. There's especially this aspect, especially today, as I told you about the cucumber plants, uh, vine going around my entire enclosure that I had, I have to prune it. There are things in our life that we have to prune. Especially, we might want in our spiritual life to go in one part, in one specific direction. But then we, we get, uh, all we're going to get out of the, the garden, all I would get eventually is just cucumbers. Cucumbers and cucumbers, which is great. I'm just going to make them pickles, right? But I also want tomatoes. I also want bell peppers. I want the other things in the garden or otherwise. So even with virtues or certain things, we need a well-balanced diet of how we are attending to our spiritual life. That means pruning. That means repentance. That means confession. That means the other aspects of the ascetical life, the fasting. There's positive things. There's some cutting things that need to happen. But all of these things are a, a whole comprehensive way of tending to the garden, to the garden of our hearts and our souls, so that we actually produce fruit worthy of repentance, fruit that we want to actually eat, and produces a bounty. Deacon was telling me, because I'd brought up gardens already, he was telling me about a friend of his who called him up out of the blue. And I hadn't talked to him in a while. I was like, what's going on? He's like, do you need some zucchini? <laughs> and you know exactly. Somebody's got a lot of zucchini and doesn't know what to do with it. There's only so much zucchini bread or frying up zucchini that you can do. So out of that bounty, the things that we can produce, these are for others. That we spread the fruit that comes forth from our souls. So may God help us to remind us as the seasons come and go, as we can do, you know, winter gardening, all of these, that we plan, that we provide all the things necessary, that we actually prune, that we actually work with what we have, and not just daydream or, or let it go into seed, or letting one take over everything, so that we can be able out of that bounty to feed not only ourselves and our families, but all of those, all of those around us, even if it's a whole lot of zucchini. There are those virtues that exude from those who are pursuing Christ that folks 
And you may not even think it or see it, but others can see a joy or a hope or a, the ability to forgive all these things that come forth as fruit from following our Lord in the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.